Welcome to the Restoration Church podcast, Behind the Sermon, where we get to sit in on a conversation between our pastors and hear about what they're learning, what they're teaching, and what God is doing throughout our church. Enjoy the podcast. Hey guys, welcome to Behind the Sermon podcast. Um, my name is Pastor Colin. I'm here with um, our location pastor in Bethlehem, Pastor Stephen. Hey, hey. <laughs> and our Dover location pastor, Jeremy. Hello there. <laughs> What's up, guys? How you General doing this week? Kenobi. <laughs> uh, I just realized it instantly went in with a Star Wars quote. <laughs> it's a good way to kick it off, I guess. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, this is going to be I- fun. I can already tell it. <laughs> <laughs> How's um how's been how's the snow day been so far? You guys staying in pretty well? Oh yeah. It's good. It's light snow. So you have to shovel a lot, like frequently, but I'm at least just like putting the shovel down and walking, which is the yeah. best way to shovel. Like it's not back breaking work right now, which is nice. It's you should funny. try taking out your leaf blower. <laughs> it's funny. hair dryer. Sorry, continue, Steven. <laughs> we, we did not have any snow here. Really? really? Yeah. Dang. That's the first time. Like we had yesterday, like Sunday was bad. It was yeah. It was so bad. Mm-hmm. But like today, nothing. So I'm like, I'm hearing you guys talk. I'm like, oh, well, good. <laughs> yeah, That's I think this nice. is the first time that someone up north has gotten no snow and we actually get snow. I Usually know. I it's funny. Everyone's not getting snow down here. But, yeah. I think it's all made up. I think just everyone everyone in Plymouth wants to sound tough. They're like, <laughs> uh, you think this is bad? We you should have seen. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen how it was in summer when it was snowing here. <laughs> oh boy. It's like the farther up in New Hampshire you get, the people are just like, it's rough here. I chose this. <laughs> <laughs> I will die on this hill. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, oh, man. that's that's awesome well hey jeremy you had a you had a great sermon and talking through um serving and talking about serving others oh, and thanks, serving man. god um and as we just jump into it um what was, what were your thoughts behind it why in our new series why did you bring up volunteering yes well um uh be- because uh for my pastor told me so um <laughs> Uh, it was a week. Uh, it was a week that Pastor Nate had planned out. Um, so when we talked about the new series, we kind of threw in a couple ideas at planning retreat. But then he kind of refined what he wanted to do. Then the Africa trip finally got finalized. So I think it was similar to you, Pastor Stephen, on the church series that was that was, or the church sermon. Yeah, um, it was similar. It was kind of written out. <clears throat> we knew this is the topic. We knew this was it. I th- I think specifically, Pastor Nate wanted me to focus on this sermon because he knew that was that was really how I was transformed. Mm-hmm. Um, there there was no nothing else was really the big catalyst for me for change. Yeah. Um, I. Uh, you know, and I talked to you like there was a sermon that Pastor Nate preached that that was really powerful from God that that made me stick around in the church. But as far as me changing my viewpoint of where like where I was, was uh, I, I hated Christians. I didn't mm-hmm. just dislike them. I hated them. Um, I thought they were 
just hypocritical, rude, awful people that make the world a worse place. Mm. Like, very far from it. Which, weirdly enough, though, I had a best friend who was Christian. But I... I still felt that way. And I, mm-hmm. even if I didn't feel that way about him, I just thought Christians as a people group, they're this right. way. And I don't think just a sermon would have changed that for me. Mm-hmm. But something about getting in the trenches with everyone and working on a common cause helped me learn motives of people, helped me learn all these other things. And so like, that's what shaped me being who I am am today do i still think christians might be some of the worst people groups i don't know you know sometimes um but i love our church and i love a lot of churches in the area um Mm. i I think us as a public group maybe we have a bad name for ourselves in some areas but um but i think that's that's why pastor nate had asked me to preach this one because he knew like all right yeah the the only thing that made him want to follow jesus was seeing was serving with people and really getting the heart behind that early, if mm. that makes sense. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And uh, so, with that being said, like, w- what was it like for you guys? Was that is that a similar story for you guys? Like, um, did you start? Did you wait till you gave your life to Jesus to start serving, or did you serve a little bit in a church before you knew Jesus? Like, what was your your the start of your serving? What did that look like? Uh, I, I started serving when I was really young because I was, you know, brought up in the church. Yeah. PK kind of. So I was just in the church, but you know, I, I didn't hate it, but I was, my heart was not right. I want to say that. Mm -hmm. Right. So you serve, you're born in, in the Christian family, you're doing church. I was doing church rather than being a a Christ follower, mm. you know, so there's a massive difference doing church and being a Christ follower. So, yeah. you, know, you know, I did church, I played church, I played volunteering, you know, every yeah. aspect of church, I did it, but it was not from my heart. And uh, Pastor Jeremy, you touch base on that mm. as well when you t- talk through it. Hey, uh, you know, it should come from your heart. Yeah, you know, serving God, serving the church, it should lead from your heart, and then let it come out through your actions. So that was my kind of experience serving, but now it's a way different experience. Like I wanna see people get saved. I have a different passion for people, a different <laughs> love for people. Yeah, uh, like launching launching this location, I'm excited. When I got this opportunity, I was like, yeah, like I want to see the change in people's life. And that mm-hmm. came with the genuine heart of me saying, hey, God, like work in me first so that I mm-hmm. can serve your people better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wasn't a PK, but um, definitely grew up going to church in um, some capacity. Um, I definitely started, I definitely started volunteering before. Um, I was truly passionate about being saved. Um, mm. And what I mean by that is like, I've given my life to Christ, but I just kind of like didn't really go much into it. It, was, it wasn't much um, kind of diving in. It wasn't much Bible reading. It wasn't much prayer time. Um, it was mostly just, hey, yeah, hey, I'm here. 
like I, I'm I'm I know how to play drums and that's it and like that's how I kind of started and um, getting into the church when I was um, younger that way um, just kind of it was weird because at the church I grew up volunteering was not something that we did um, which was it might sound different but like there wasn't many people like I had to I probably open my own door I probably um, during communion we had to go up to the front and grab it like um, there wasn't much participation for other people to volunteer. And so mm-hmm. I kind of like squeezed my way in because my cousins <clears throat> kind of ran the soundboard. And so I started on projection. I started on drums. Um, and so that was kind of like my kind of like inward to it. Um, but I didn't really start getting into the trenches, as uh, you said, but until really I joined Restoration um, and becoming an intern. I, I wasn't here for too long until I started becoming an intern. And then I did that for three years. Um, so, um, but yeah, just learning and just really being in the trenches, kind of doing ministry full time in those three years, kind of like, yeah, similar to what pastor Steven said, like it changed my perspective and Mm. it really like allowed me to like have my own like burning heart for people and to see like, to see the kids on Sunday, um, get saved, to see, um, to see the older people in, in the in the adult church get saved and just reach new people. And I just like started to become like a vessel for that. So I just started inviting everyone I knew to come to church and just to experience that. Um, but yeah, it wasn't until I really started diving into volunteering that my, I, my, my spiritual life started to kind of develop deeper. So, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's why good. do you, why do you guys think like there's, uh, there's a drop in volunteering for the people like in the sense like why is there a why is there a hindrance in 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 people that or maybe in their mindset that oh it's okay they church has their stuff and let me not help or they don't need to help yeah. what do you guys think that is a major problem or an issue or maybe it's not but you know no, I think it is. is. Yeah, no, definitely. Is. And uh, what are your uh, takes on that? Yeah. yeah so, think, oh, so yeah, you go, Colin. <laughs> uh, I was kind of waiting for you to start talking, and like I didn't know, like I started like trying to pick up your face gestures on Zoom, but um, so no, you're good. Um, I think from at least my point of view, I think everyone at church wants to be a consumer, and not many want to actually participate in the in in helping people consume. Um, so like we have a, like we have a handful of people that volunteer on Sunday and as, as a church, we're working to grow that number, but I still think a lot of people are just, I just need to be in on Sunday and just focus on that. Like, that's just what I need. But, um, like I said, like when I started volunteering, that's when I became deeper with God and my Mm -hmm. relationship with him got deeper. And so I feel like, um, I think that's a huge problem. Like I said, just the consuming aspect of it. Um, it's not bad to consume. Like um, we're consuming all week to get ready to serve people on Sunday. Right. But um, I think, yeah, I think a lot of people are just um, either so tired that they're just uh, volunteering after their 40 hour week and all of that. I think um, that just plays a part in it. Yeah. Yeah. I've, <clears throat> I've said before, like the, our current culture doesn't set us up well for volunteering mm-hmm. or for serving. Um, I think for a couple reasons, like <clears throat> church is the only is the only thing of its kind where you can go and like 
just start entry level, ask to be a part of it and join. Like you don't go to a concert where there's right. your favorite band, walk up to the sound booth and be like, can I try? <laughs> like they're going to escort you out. <laughs> like yeah. you don't, you don't go to, you know, uh, uh, you, you don't go to a Ted talk and ask how you can hand out the pamphlets. Like, like you don't do that. The culture is you, 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 you go, you attend, you, you do the thing and then you figure out how to apply that yourself. Right. Even the motivation from a concert or from a Ted talk. And, and so like, if you're not a Christian, if you're, or if you're new to Christianity, we're like the only place you don't go to a daycare and say, you need some help. Like, <laughs> cause I'll volunteer. Granted, they probably would love that, but, um, but you don't do that. And so church is like the only place that you would. And I think secondly <clears throat> is our terminology is messed up, which I think we, we've yeah. talked about even just shifting as a church. When you say volunteer, what does that mean? I, I would like to opt, opt into an optional thing. Mm-hmm. And I would like to, to voluntarily say I will help. All right. Mm-hmm. And I think that sets us up for failure because like as we talked about on Sunday, this is not an optional piece for someone who follows Jesus. Like this just is not an optional piece. And, and I'm not saying you have to go and like immediately volunteer for a church right. or even that you have to immediately volunteer for Restoration Church, but you have to have a heart to serve. And that does literally mean providing service to others, to God, and to uh, to the church. And why would you try and reinvent the, reinvent the wheel to do that when yeah. serving at your local church provides all of those? Yeah. You know, and so to make it feel like it's so optional, I think I think hurts us. Um, we want it to be an easy on ramp for people, like we don't want to make it hard. But sometimes I think in doing that, churches can fall into like making it sound like it's an optional piece for the Christian. I think yeah. it's optional for the people who are investigating their faith. Right. Um, but I, I really feel like if you raise your hand, you're like, I want to follow Jesus. It's like, perfect. Here's how you do it. Start serving on Sunday. Join a circle yeah. and start praying about how you can be brave enough to start tithing. Yeah. Those three things are going to stretch you, push you and transform you like yeah. So I think that's part of the piece for me, at least, is is how optional we make it sound. Right. I I really loved uh, I really loved what you shared with the graph uh, on Sunday, uh, the upward and the downward. Well, oh, the, the worldview versus the biblical view of, of greatness. Yeah. You know you 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 talk you talked really good about that. Like what we we think about greatness is the more that we achieve in the in the natural realm or the natural physical tangible things it, it makes us feel it makes us think like we are achieving greatness in mm. a way yes uh, but what made me think is is that greatness compared to what god asked for us yeah you know is that greatness enough for him to say yes you are my faithful servant you know so that really made me think about the other graph you said hey 
uh, and you talked in Mark chapter 10, who wants to become uh, great among you must be servant. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and I think serving is that mentality. Hey, mm. you know, I want to achieve, yes, I have all this around me, but I want to achieve something great for God so he can count me faithful. You know, I think yeah. that that really struck 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 me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll give uh, <clears throat> credit where it's due, but Mike Vittori from the Dover location, uh, we were just chatting. He had a telework day, so he was working at the church office while I was writing it, and we made an agreement. Um, don't don't distract me, and I'll work in the same room as you while we're writing. However, I probably bugged him more than anything else because I had to keep like bouncing these thoughts through but mike vittori actually brought that up and that's how he views that's how he viewed his like chain of command even in the military he was like this is how i try and view it and he drew it and i'm like oh yeah but the world does it the other way and mm-hmm. so <clears throat> he really helped define that for me um you know he's he's just a great a great guy that actually thinks through those type of things types of things in his everyday leadership but um yeah It's, and I used to think the same thing, like even in the church world, the right. more I delegate and get off my shoulders, the greater leader I am, the less yeah. I'm doing and the more I've put on to others, I probably still fall into this trap, the greater I am. <clears throat> and uh, I think that's just, it's so dangerous, you know, it's, it's, it's a dangerous place to be because Um, we find ourselves no longer serving people, but just delegating to people. Mm-hmm. And and I get the delegation's important. Like the church got to move forward. But with the right heart, you delegate the right things. You're giving people a purpose, not just giving yeah. people some tasks. You're giving people authority, not just giving them tasks. And then how do you backfill them the other way? You know what yeah. I mean? Like Right, yeah. But I, yeah, I feel yeah. like that just is so intrusive on all of us, that, that idea. But Yeah, you, um, you also talk through the, the meaning of kind of what we get back from volunteering. Like what, um, mm-hmm. what are the benefits of that? Um, and you talk through um, it demonstrating uh, God's grace. It builds your faith and it shows your faith. And I just kind of want to pause on that one. Um, mm-hmm. When it says it builds your faith and what we've been talking about kind of in this podcast is like how, how it's been growing us and how it, it kind of changes our perspective of things. Of We're no longer the people who Jesus is washing our feet. We're beginning to wash other people's feet, right? And yeah. so as we're serving each other and as we're going to these circles and doing these things, um, we're trying to make sure that our relationship with God is still is still getting deepened with that. Um, I just think it's really cool that you were talking about, it's not just about building it, but it's also about showing our faith as well. Mm. Um, and you mentioned James 2, um, 14, 17, and just kind of going through that. Um, I just think it, it's so important that we, we're not just about how we, um, how we're able to just talk, right? How we're able to just say, oh yeah, we do all these things, but we actually act it out and we actually do these things. Like that we actually break it down, the amount of time that we're actually volunteering on Sunday is not that much like yeah if we're on the band where we're, we're committed and there's practicing throughout the week and there's a lot of things like that um but like for someone who's on hospitality who's coming in and making sure that people are getting connection cards um the amount of time spent in that 
um, and with the reward that it comes from, right? We're getting people saved. We're getting people connected to the church. Um, I think there's that that builds our faith and also shows that like we have a heart for other people, right? Um, and the amount of reward versus re- resources that it takes for us to even do what we do um, is also amazing. So I just like that aspect that you were talking about. Yeah. I think, I mean, uh, <clears throat> sorry, you go, Steven. Uh, I think as he was talking through it, what just popped in my head was a lot of people don't even get the idea of serving, right? Yeah. A lot of people don't get to their heart what serving is, and they just think serving is always like a job. Like, I need to be there. Oh my gosh, I need to be there early. I need to do that, this, this. But you know, when you when you know the greater reward that you will inherit, it 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 should change your mindset on serving. Yeah, I believe that. Like uh, when I know my reward, like Pastor Jeremy, we we spoke over the phone this morning about the things, and it was just you know. Yeah, it is. It is not smooth rail in Bethlehem doing stuff, but you know, the more, the more you do and think about the reward that is, that is, that I'm going to inherit with this, it just creates a deeper purpose in me to do things for the church and for the for the community and for the for God, and I think maybe like in the days to come or months to come we may have to talk through and teach through the church about the reward that that comes through serving yeah you know and shift the mm-hmm. mindset of hey it's not a job it's not like we need you it's not like we're holding your neck and saying hey you need to serve no yeah, right. pour that coffee <laughs> <laughs> no it's it's there's a greater purpose comes with when you serve yeah. the local church yeah absolutely i think um the the piece too about uh like talking through um it's showing your faith as well like part of what i wanted what i tried to hit on in the the message is how it shows it not just to others but to yourself as well i've seen so many times you know even on you know if you get the chance to write a set list for worship Right. If you're on the worship team, you get the chance. And all of a sudden you just felt like in my time of prayer and putting the set list together, this is what I came up with. And then you hear the sermon that's preached. And every once in a while, it's like God just like fused those two ideas together, made it yep. made it sound like we had a five hour long planning meeting to make every single song match mm-hmm. that built that builds my faith in two ways that one that God's alive and he's, and he's moving and he's working that way, but also that he is using me when something happens within your service where you see that God is using you. I think that's what really builds your faith of like, yeah, I've done this step. So, all right, I smiled at someone at the front door. Right. Then a year later they're giving their testimony and they say, I was terrified to come into church and the second I walked in, someone greeted me with a smile and I almost cried. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, my gosh, God used me yeah. to calm that person down. Like now their faith is is built. 
And like, if you're not taking those actions, you just, you are not going to see that. And you're going to miss out on seeing God move so actively Mm -hmm. in so many stupid little things, holding a door and smiling. Like God uses that to change people. Yeah. You know, Um, we hear it every time. Yeah. That honestly, like when people are getting baptized and they use like, oh yeah, if it wasn't for the ability to serve in kids church and, and really like learn about God through that and um, really serve him through that. And when, when I hear, like, I don't say, I don't do it as like a pride thing. Oh yeah. I was the one that got this one saved. Like (laughs) as like a pride thing, like, oh, I got to keep my tally. It's, it's more like, I'm so glad I was able to impact your life in that way that you got to see Jesus through my actions and that I didn't just serve because um, I receive a paycheck. I serve out of the goodness of my heart and to know that you are like, you're just as valuable as I am to God. And so I just, I I love the testimonies that come out of serving as well. You just reminded me, I don't know if you remember the, the, or artist Carmen, like he's a pretty tacky Christian artist. He sings the song, don't want no monsters in my house tonight. Right. So that's Carmen. Yeah. He he came out with a concert, like advertising his concert because he's back, right? And he's old has been by the time this concert comes out. And part of his ad for the concert, it literally like voice over voices going on. It's like personally led thousands to Christ. I was like, DVD symbol. Wait a minute. Personally, like without the help of the Holy Spirit of Jesus, or like yeah. can you specify that sentence for me? Like it was such a weird, like, I think you've reversed the idea of greatness. You're like, mm-hmm. because of me, me, thousands know Jesus. <laughs> anyway, Boy. I'm not saying you said that, but when you were like, yeah, yeah, I'm not keeping you tally, I'm like, I know some people that do. Yeah. Uh <laughs> for sure. That's funny. um yeah, I think uh, I think that's great. And then obviously the last piece I think hits hits so much talking through that uh, that Atomic Habits book and that quote mm-hmm. by James Clear. Um, I, I love book. I love that book so much. Um, <laughs> it's fantastic and it helps you understand so many different things. But um, when he talked through that, like I. I first off, the entire second half of that sermon was rewritten Saturday night. I went into our room. Haley was about to fall asleep. I was so shot, like hurt because I was practicing. I went and I said, I completely messed up. I completely missed the mark. This sermon does not end the way it's supposed to. And so her and I stayed up for a little longer and worked through it. And all of a sudden I remembered like, oh, wait, there's a quote about mm. casting votes towards your new identity. Yeah. And uh, just shout out to chat AI. Uh, I said, hey, there's a James Clear quote about Cassie Bose, your identity. Hit enter. It said, here's, a, here's what it is. Here's the source link. Um, and so I verified he did say it. Um, but either way, that reading that of like every action, cast a vote to your identity. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, so if we're to take a new, a new identity in Christ... What needs to happen? Well, we have to build up the proof that we are following Christ. And I just thought that was like, oh, that's so good. And that's how that's the entire story of like, how, how do you have a deep faith? How do you even see someone get saved? Like you cast those votes of like, of who God is and all those things. Like, it's just, it's just awesome. So uh, I love this topic. Talk about it yeah. forever. But uh, so just just a quick finish out, Jeremy, if someone wants to volunteer, 
what are they doing to sign up to volunteer? If they if they, they haven't volunteered yet, wh- where are they going? Yeah, right on the website, restorationchurch.cc, right? You scroll down, there's a next steps category. Uh, you, it forwards you to a website that you can sign up. You can see all the teams, sign up for it. Or if you have the Church Center app in the App Store, find our church on it. Um, there's a tab for, for volunteering right on the top. Um, and you sign up there or just message someone at the church. If you don't, if you're not good at computers or you don't feel like doing it, message your friend who's involved. Right. Mm -hmm. I want to serve. Where do I serve? Right. So, so we had someone serve for the first time this Wednesday at youth. You know why they thought there was a men's group that was happening on Wednesday. (laughs) They came to church. There wasn't, they said, well, I want to do something. Is there, is there a young men's group? I said, this youth group, and they're like, "Well, I'm 18. Like, like I'm not, I'm not a youth." I said, "Okay, so you can serve." So we partnered him with a background check person for that first night, but he just showed up and said, "Like, how can I serve?" Yeah, and it's it is as easy as that. Like, just yeah, wow. reach out to your friend, go on the website, sign up, call your pastor, um, text your pastor, Facebook message your pastor, whatever. Um, it's it's really like we are not gatekeepers to yeah. serving um not at all not at all um and if you feel like this is where you want to serve um this is you know just be really explicit about where you want to but do you guys have any any books or anything that you want to suggest obviously we just brought up atomic habits i feel like i keep suggesting that no, that's it's, it's, it's worth it yeah, yeah, I think so too. I uh, I got another book that I just am reading that I'm like uh, uh, really obsessed with is talking through the six working geniuses. Mm-hmm. Learns about the type of work, the type of things that give you energy. I think it applies to volunteering because you should think through what type of volunteering activity would really give you energy. We hear so many stories of like burnout and all these different things that yeah. I think uh, I think it's important for us to learn. So that's another book that I think is really good as well. But that's all we got for time. So love you yes, guys. Sir. Thanks for love a great conversation. Yeah. Yes, sir. Peace out, guys. Hope you have a good rest of your day. And thank you for listening. We will see you guys next week.